Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to, I don't know, maybe our most anticipated episode, because we still haven't been able to get to James Bond. And that <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, that's, uh, that's fair. That is, you know, one of the great ones. Honestly, we're going to get right into it, because we're just going to be talking about this probably the whole time. No need for other silly nonsense, per se. Mm. We're going to be jumping right in to Denny Villeneuve. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly, sir. Uh, yeah. His version of Dune, part, uh, and... Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start it off because I, I, I fucking like this movie a lot. Because I love this yeah, movie. It's great. No. Because let's, like, so we'll get through, like, the whole majority of the movie and just in terms of, like, what we liked and we didn't like. Questions, concerns, issues. Yeah, I mean, but it's, this is the number one, like, this is the top of the box office. Also, some something interesting. You know that in Europe they had this movie fucking a month ago? Dude, they did that with James Bond, too. I was watching something, and there were people were British, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to go see James Bond. And they were like, oh, nice, that's nice. And then they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, like he's like, oh, I saw it last week or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, he's like, did you like it? He's like, oh, I can't really say anything, because Americans don't get it for another month. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I, by the way. Everyone I follow that's European on Twitter was like, hey, did Dune, like, just come out in America? Because I am hearing a fucking lot of stuff about it on Twitter. It is all popping off now. You're like, yeah, yeah like, yeah, I yeah. saw that a month ago. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you, 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 I hate you. Hey, but we, yeah. we get a lot of things before they do. I'm not going to complain that they get something before us. But before we get too far into it, because I just remembered we have not done this yet. My name is Thomas Stimson, and uh, the other voice you heard is Kellen Metcalf. We are hey, your two up, hosts for Unqualified Observers. Uh, as you can see, I'm just excited to jump in this Dune talk, so I didn't even remember to do that part. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so basically, I, I want to do... Uh, my version of the plot, and then you can give the actual plot because you read the book and like have more knowledge on Dune than I do. Mm. Uh, so basically, there is a white savior whose name is Paul Atreides, and yep. he has been trained in both the ways of manly warfare and intelligence and sword fighting and things and leadership and you know that, as well as apparently the feminine art of you know, witchcraft and like psychicness and secretly conspiring to control the world's events for millennia. But he uh, and his family, the Atreides family, basically are chosen by the emperor to be in charge of the most valuable and important planet in the galaxy called Arrakis. The planet, it's a planet that... made of cocaine. <laughs> yes, yeah, basically. And the, the, the Atreides family is from Kaladin for whatever it's worth. The family that had previously controlled uh, uh, Arrakis is the Harkonnen family. And they're basically Mussolini. I don't know how else to say it. Like, they're just really terrible, like, They're just real nasty. And, like, really vicious, horrible people. They don't get into too much of that, but you also understand that. And then, basically, the family's supposed to go take over this new planet, get things up and running smoothly. Things conspire against them political machinations if you've seen game of thrones you can kind of guess and then uh basically there are other people called the Furmen who are natives fremen. to fremen excuse me who are natives basically there's freemen free man they're just black people they uh basically are the natives who you know are it's like dance with wolves oh this is sacred and you know we use every part of this and this is you know important to us and yada yada and all these things and then giant like chrysler building size sandworms but yeah. they uh, so they have to go there. All this, you know, craziness ensues. But the basic premise of 
the like whole story overall is like to see Paul Atreides like discover he is Jesus and save the like the world from things. Although you kind of turned out that he's like later on, not in this movie, but you find out that he's I mean he's really more uh, human than you'd think because like dude, somebody murders my whole family, I'm gonna you know murder not just your whole family but your entire planet and any planets that like deal with you or. That, I mean, that's that's basically yeah, that's basically it. Um, that's a that's a pretty good synopsis of the first part here. Um, so I'm not really. I'm going to try and uh, I guess only we're, we're talking about just the whole kit and caboodle here, right? Like oh yeah, no, I give no fucks. We're talking about books. We're talking about okay. Politics. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the synopsis of Dune, the 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 first book, because like look, and I know this is gonna alienate people that possibly like you know, don't want to like, are, are not interested in reading the book and want to go into part two fresh. I apologize also, for you, that. You, you um, could have seen the, the older one, David Lynch dude. And they tell you everything that happens to like you. It's already. Known. No, okay. So if, I'm glad you brought that up. That is not act, like, yes, in some broad stroke. So here's the, so the David Lynch dude, I like, um, but not because I don't I do not like it as a telling of the story of Dune. I think that it's interesting to watch, but it is not faithful it, except in like the most like broad terms. Um, so the they do they they gloss over a lot of the stuff. So this story has a lot of influences um, from like uh, Islamic and Muslim culture and things like that. And you you like very 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 little of that is in the film mostly because there is a real problem with islamophobia in uh hollywood in general um but you know i guess because they didn't want to bog down people with all of this bullshit um so yes paul is a the only son of duke leto atreides who is the uh head of the atreides family um now the atreides are especially uh leto are like the kind of the good people uh, virtuous force of what is called the Lansrat, uh which is like the uh the nobility of the the inhabited like universe um uh, i guess galaxy um they are the they are the ruling houses um that uh function under the padishah emperor uh who is you know uh, the the head of house carino um now uh paul's mother is a uh, uh jessica is a member of the sisterhood uh the bene gesserit now the bene gesserit are a like thousands of year old order who the illuminati yes in a lot of ways so they they guide kind of politics they um, you know, they, they, they sit in hot, they are advisors to the emperor and like all of the great houses. And also they go through and they very systematically, like, it's like eugenics essentially. Like they are like guiding, like, like which houses marry with which, because they are trying to ultimately, um, bring about this entity that is, is referenced like once in the movie, but is, is a huge part of the story at large is this entity called the the Kwisatz Haderach um which is okay, essentially I, so the, can we pause for a second hmm. 
because I have questions. This is what we're going to do because I'll explain this plot. So, because from yeah. what I interpreted is the Bene Gesserit's every one, because this is supposed to be like an all-female uh, like coven or something. And, you mm-hmm. know, that's why Paul is such a, it's that he broke the mold. But my question is, so then does that mean that, because the way they presented it is every single noble house, the wife is from the Bene Gesserit from no. how they kind of, that's not how it works. So they really are just somehow conspiring to like, this is the, the you know, arranged marriage that y'all are going to go with kind of thing then. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Bene Gesserit do marry. Not all Bene Gesserit marry. Um, like, for example, so um, the the character that we see in, uh, in Dune that comes and uh, tests Paul with the Gom Jabbar, um, where the box. Well, the the Gom Jabbar is the needle that she holds at his neck. So she, the uh, Reverend, uh, uh, <laughs> Reverend uh, Mother uh, Gaius Helen Mohayim, uh comes down and she was was Jessica's teacher. And she has Paul stick his hand in the box, and this is this is a huge part of this is a pivotal part of the the book of the David Lynch um, adaptation and of this. It sticks his hand in the box, and she immediately holds this this needle at his his neck, and she she says, you know, I hold at your neck the Gom Jabbar, the po- poisoned needle. If you if you re- remove your hand from the box, I will kill you instantly, and that will be it. Uh, essentially, that this idea that you know, and she says like a uh, an animal when trapped will chew its own leg off to to escape, trying to see like, are you human or are are we human or are we dancer? Essentially, are are we are we is he a human or is he an animal? In if you go a little bit deeper, is can he be guided by the Bene Gesserit like yes like th- there is part of it too that like so if Paul is the Kwisatz Haderach uh, then he has access to powers that the Bene Gesserit like have, have no have no access to they they talk about in this book that like that he can see the like, there is a core of like the the Bene Gesserit can, like they they have some gift of foresight a little bit not really but but uh that they can kind of like see how how certain things will go but that like that they have a very important part of this um call like prana bindu meditation and all these things is like that they have the ability to to, like regulate the cells of their body and they don't really touch on this at all so for example if you poison a bene gesserit a bene gesserit can Notice that immediately and then have the bodies of the, the, the cells of their body not react to the poison in the way that it would kill like that they can neutralize the poison through with their own cells like they have like complete voluntary control over all of their cells in their body, which is a huge fucking deal. Um, kind of like the red priestesses in Game of Thrones when they drink the poison and the poison doesn't hurt them or it like burns out inside their body or whatever. To an extent. To an extent. But um, uh, I like this this concept and this theory um, but my question is does that mean that the Bene Gesserit at least know of these powers that the chosen one Messiah would be able to inherit or they just know that he has access to more power? Than they, 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 they know that he... so. 
they know that he essentially like the the Kwisatz Haderach can like see all things and and you start to see a little bit of that in this film where where Paul like kind of like he he sees the image of Chani before he goes and he starts to see these moments and this idea of like Paul's like prescience is is what it's referred to as is like pivotal to a lot of the things that happen so Paul in the and I know that we're, we're we're glossing over a lot. Look, if you're watching, if you're listening to this, you've seen the film. If you haven't, like, fucking pause this and go watch the film. Like, yeah. you know what happens. <laughs> I am expanding upon that more. In a, like, we all saw it. It was it was a fucking great film. Um. So, but so Paul sees these things, and and so Paul, as he goes through the books, so we we start to go through it. Like he and you, you get a little taste of this when he's in this tent in the film and he starts talking about he's like i see a a a rain of blood that 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 will cover the entire galaxy like like endless warfare all in my name that what is called the uh the jihad is what is referred to in in, uh in the books that uh uh that uh paul he yeah paul paul will, will essentially lead the fremen to conquer like the entire galaxy in his name um and that he knows that he is like because paul paul is not not really a protagonist yes in the strictest sense especially in this film he is he is our main character he is this that and the other he is this young boy who is trying to you know uh figure out his way in the world while also like being burdened with terrible purpose um and so but he so he knows all these things like he knows that he's going to do these horrible things but he can also see like the effects of these actions so far down the line that like yes he's doing horrible things but in his mind like it's he is having to do these things because these this is the thing these are the things that have to happen in order for this future to take place that like he is it's not like necessarily like this idea of good and bad it's like means to an end it's like i have to be this character in this in order for this to happen if i am like all like sunshine and roses and like trying to have a good time these things will not happen so i have to do these things mm-hmm. um so it, it's 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 somewhat complicated um uh <sighs> But um, so so Paul, yes, he like the the main like power that he develops is he can see like forward and backwards in time. Like he has like knowledge of like things that are happening. That's why also like he because he's like considered like when he does spoiler alert, he does become the emperor. Like he is going like when he does become emperor, he is like you can't imagine if you had a head of state who knew the future and the past and like he knew all things that were happening like you couldn't lie to him you couldn't do anything like he knew all things there was it was impossible to scheme against him there could be no conspiracies there could be no coups because he knew all things like that oh so you mean like if bran became king yes if bran became king but was like legitimately effective like if bran became (laughs) king and also had like an army of the most 
capable warriors that the galaxy had ever known because that's the thing so and you, and you see a little you, you see like little like glimpses of it of it through paul's vision so you have in this film you have the the sardaukar forces who are these incredibly brutal incredibly well-trained uh soldiers that are trained on getty prime which is a pl- the emperor getty prime is the homeworld of the harkonnens sorry you're right you're 100 seleucus secondus is the uh is the the planet that the sardaukar are from thank you um only, getty prime only is... thing i remembered from <laughs> i was like you you getty got prime you got it though Harkin you you homeworld. you so Harkin far you've homeworld. needed to remember one thing and you got it so so 100 <laughs> percent um so uh that and that is how the emperor like maintains control is like if the if the if the lands rat decided, and that's why he ki- he has uh, Leto killed, is because Leto is like good and virtuous and like only one like he 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 wants positive things and like so like and he's incredibly charismatic and so the lands rat are like fucking this dude is the best and like they they all want to like everyone wants like Leto to marry somebody in their family, which is also why he is not married to Jessica. And he says that at one point, like the only time that's referenced is he says, I should have married you at one point in the film. Um, Mm -hmm. And the reason that he doesn't is because for political reasons, that it is much more politically advantageous for houses to think that there is a chance that he could make house and have a union between his house, the the house of Atreides and whichever house uh, of the lands rat this person is from. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's all, it's all political. Um, but so the so so uh, the uh, the emperor has him killed because he doesn't want that to happen. Um, but the which re- that to me doesn't play out well, like in the movie. Like oh no, well. it goes it goes yeah. It, it like they kind of they they like they essentially how it, right? so like hmm? basically how it, how how what you're saying about the premise that we're talking about from the plots of Dune, like generally speaking, but like with the movie, is it's portrayed more as the like leader of the Bene Gesserit, that woman with the box goes to the Harkonnens and tells them like, yeah, bro, you're fine. You can go get these Sicardians or whatever they're called and take three battalions and go kill everybody, uh, that's ho- everyone in the house of Trades, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like within it, you know, Baron Har- Harkonnen t- says, to his nephew, like their you know political moves at work and things that you don't understand, like because why would we leave our like a trade or why would we leave Arrakis and all of this? That makes no sense. Like you know all these things to the point where you're kind of like, oh okay, like nephew's gonna kill like Baron Harkin and that, especially when he was like quote unquote healing still on the pools after which that whole plot line with the UA I have a problem with, so we'll talk about that. But uh, oh yeah, but basically though, it doesn't come across as like the emperor personally is one to get rid of house trades it came across more as the bent the leader of the bene Gesserit, the emperor's sister or whoever it was whatever is trying to get rid of house atreides and all of that stuff and then like paul and jessica kind of managed to escape uh so and that that's all being kept from the emperor in a sense like that's how it came across in the movie at least so the the bene Gesserit do not give two shits if if house atreides um survives and and not they they there's no real relate like uh Reverend Helen uh guys Mahayam I, I always mix up which names of hers go in order uh, but she is the Emperor's truthsayer so she she knows when people are lying like she immediately knows um that's why like they they talk about a couple like that's why like 
uh, Baron Harkonnen is like, we, I said, I would not kill them and I won't like the, the planet well, like they, they take very careful like measures so that if they have to speak to a truth sayer and they are asked if they killed these people that they can say no. Um, and, and that the, the truth sayer will not detect it as a lie. So they, uh, the Bene Gesserit don't give a shit of how Atreides survives. They super care if uh, Jessica, who is a, a a member of the Bene Gesserit, and Paul, who is quite possibly the culmination of all of their genetic like tinkering over thousands of years, survive. They have a super highly vested interest in that. Um, but they they don't really of them because from what everything they present about the Harkonnens, it's super dumb for them to pr- to believe that. They would not kill Paul and Jessica. The thing that they would be like, oh yeah, I right. told them they can't harm. It's like you know who these people are. It like, which is also one of the issues with UA. But we'll get back to that. So basically, back to the the plot of Dune is uh, you were saying. Yeah. So so Paul. So I've I've been kind of expanding on kind of the back layer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna focus back down to the story of the first book. So Paul. They, they go to basically everything that I don't think there's anything in this that has that was like different than what happens in the book. Um, there were some things that they didn't touch upon as much like, you know, that Paul, yes, he, he's been learning to use this thing called the voice that the Bene Gesserit have where they can essentially like through modulations of vocal tones, they can compel people to do whatever they say. Um, and they also have like they are incredibly good fighters, um, like 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 very 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 good, um, and uh, that uh, so so the, you lose a little bit of that and kind of the the mystical aspect of the Bene Gesserit and kind of more what's happening there. So everything pretty much happens exactly as as it does there is one one thing that is different and i actually didn't really miss this that much so there is a a subplot that um in in the book after the hunter seeker that you see try and kill paul uh-huh. uh the, from the, the harkonnen after that happens they're like like i don't like they're like okay somebody is like somebody is like helping the the harkonnens here like like they're for hawa uh the the mentat and you also lose all that so mentats are essentially human computers because in the world of dune you cannot make higher like 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 computers that have can like do like higher level things like it is it is super verboten um because in the past there was something called the butlerian jihad um, and the Butlerian Jihad was when uh, humanity had been under the heel of essentially artificial intelligence that was that was running the show. And the Butlerian Jihad is when humanity was like, actually, fuck this shit. And they finally, after so long, overthrew the machine, the thinking machines. And ever since then, you cannot make thinking machines. It is like like super, like you can make you can't make anything that's any more like they they can like think for itself any more than like a calculator really. So to get around that, they have these things called mentats, and mentats are essentially like highly, highly, highly intelligent, highly trained individuals that can like do an intense number of calculations and like like f- come to these things and like they 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 function as computers. They uh. They do, and I guess they 
they use this thing, this this uh, substance called uh, sappho juice in the book, and it's supposed to stain their lips. And I guess that's like so. You see, um, he's that's not that weird stripe is right. You, uh, he David Dustamalkian is his character is not named, but he is. Um, uh, he's the Harkonnens version of that, right? He is Peter DeVries, um, the the Harkonnens. Uh, well, I think it's weird that they don't name him. That's like wild. Yeah, right. I just realized that they never even mentioned this. this is, but so yeah, they both have that stripe on their uh, on their lips, and I guess that's what that is. So, um, Thufir Hawa, the House Atreides mentat, decides that it has to be Lady Jessica, who is. Um, who is is like the the person who who is like going Which, against uh, the Duke? And I don't remember specifically like all the reasonings behind why that is, but it like never really holds up. And the Duke like like is kind of like it like like they like he goes to the Duke and is like I think this is what's happening and like all this stuff and like there's a, it's this whole subplot where like they're they're thinking that Lady Jessica is doing all these things and like they cut this that whole part out. And I'm actually pretty okay with that because it, it just felt kind of odd in the book. Um, okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> but speaking of, so that is what they just took that plot basically and they gave it to Dr. Ua, I guess. Or so is he no, always the, the person that, that was it? always, so uh, they, they didn't really, uh, they left out a lot of interesting stuff with uh, Ua. So uh, Dr. Ua is a, a physician of the Souk school. He has that little diamond on his forehead and yeah. uh, souk uh, positions are like they have impure what is called imperial conditioning. So they can like it is impossible to like get like you, you can't like you, it's supposed to be impossible to use a, a souk physician the way that uh, the way that UA was used. Um, Wellington, I believe so this is his first name. Um, yeah. And. He they they eventually get so in in the books, uh, Doctor Yue's wife is a member of the Bene Gesserit, um, and she is was captured by the Harkonnens, and uh, that I guess the fact that they like were able to do that, like I guess strictly speaking, like if you just found a Souk uh, physician and like tried to like brainwash like it would be impossible like you couldn't like make them do that but because they had like this little bit which seems like a stupid thing, like like it's like oh like well we have this great this great imperial conditioning that like makes them like impervious to like all of outside influence unless like you have anything that they unless there's like anything about them that's in jeopardy and the whole thing fucking like go, goes, goes goes to yeah. shit and i'm like and that was what like, issue with Dr. UA's betrayal is so basically, yeah, we know how terrible and horrible the Harkonnens are. Mm -hmm. And he basically destroys the comm systems and pulls down all the security so that the entire Harkonnen and Sigurds, whatever, the Emperor's like assassins can the all Sardaukar. Like, the Sardaukar can all attack and fight and kill everybody. Like Gully gets killed and you don't even get to see it. It's terrible. Like yeah. and you love Gully. Uh like you love Duncan Idaho. Dickensian name if you ever heard Wait, one. There's Goli? so many. What? It, yeah. what is... Oh, sorry, Gurney. Excuse me, Gurney. G Gurney. Gurney. Uh, does not get killed. Oh well, we just didn't see him after yeah. the big sneak like fight thing, I guess. So that okay. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll come back. I was wondering why Josh Brolin took that role if he was going to die. Like, yeah, that. No. Um. So okay. So then never mind on that part. But either way, they basically murder everybody. I mean, Duncan Idaho, who's supposed to be the great, like one of the greatest warriors 
across the galaxies gets beat by like 20 regular dudes. And don't tell me, Kelly, oh, those are elite Emperor assassins. You just told me this man's the greatest fighter of all time. Arthur well, Day yeah. so, killed everybody. So, yes, like, he is the greatest fighter of all time. And he had he he did he was killed by a like a, a like an entire battalion of the most high other than the fremen the most highly trained most like dedicated like fighting force ever after also spending the entire night previous like sustaining wounds and injuries and like doing all these things and to be fair he takes out like half those dudes like after he's been stabbed through his entire body like i mean and like you don't don't worry too much about duncan spoiler duncan idaho in my mind is actually the main character of the entire fucking dune series Um, oh okay okay so he's resurrected or something kind of coming back it's very weird it's very weird yes okay (laughs) but it it take it it's gonna take me explaining so many things um but okay. uh, we don't, have to, we don't have to jump that. We don't so, to get but, that but I, 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 want, I do want to say that Jason Momoa is the best, d- does the best job in this entire film because he's the he's only so character, awesome. he's the only character who has any sort of emotional emotion at all. Every other character, like this movie, is great. It is fascinating. It is, it is a, a visual feat. The sound design is amazing, but there is no. I will like argue humanity with you that to Oscar this film Isaac, at all. Oscar Isaac does a really good job as well. Like you really, he, do he does do he, a very good. He does do a very good know. job. Uh, but um, it, but I think I agree with you. My problem. So this is what I've kind of come to understand and like how I look at it and things, which I honestly did not mind. Like this was not a big issue for me. But since Kellum does have knowledge, like more so in Dude than I ever did, uh, is that for me when I would like was younger and I saw parts of david lynch's dune because i'll be honest as a kid and i was like this is fucking weird like i can't even and so i didn't see all of it or anything so that's why i'm like i don't know who's who or what's going on but it seemed like david lynch's dune was very much trying to be like hey this is the craziness and the weirdness of the book if not in terms of like direct uh correlation to the book like but with denny b's movie it looks like no this is exactly accurate to how we want the book to be uh, or how the book is but anything that's actually not relevant in any way to the plot like if it is not tied directly into the main plot or the main issues going on with paul then it doesn't matter like they don't explain what these fucking glowing like floating orb things are that like follow paul around and stuff like that or like that there's anything that happens on any of these planets like what happens on kaladin he's like the, his dad says yeah we rule kaladin through air and sea power to be oh, fair, how? they don't they don't really explain that in in the books either. Um, okay, and like they're really the the only thing that I think because like yes, they do like they they explain like oh this or this they like they explain like little bits of like in the world stuff, but really it's just that there's no character like there's no like journey of the characters themselves. Also, like, there is well, no yeah, character growth in this. Whole I agree film. with that. I don't. Well, I feel like there's some character growth within like Paul, but other people like and like Duncan and. You know, all these things, I feel that. I feel Rebecca Ferguson's Lady Jessica, like, she's acting her ass off, and she's doing a great job. Yeah. But then there are other things that, like you said, that to me aren't well thought out. Like, uh, Gurney, I'm like, yeah, man, he's, like, a real badass, like, general, like, of the um, armies or whatever. And so they're going to be out. He's, like, out here putting in work, doing his thing. But it didn't feel like he was more than that. And then with the whole rest of the world, 
that was my thought too is that like yeah I, i'm loving everything that's happening but like javier bardem's character still silver stilgar so whatever who stilgar like, yeah yeah stilgar who's like uh one of the leaders of the fremen and, and it's like okay but you're i don't like i don't understand like what's going on where's the emotion where's the connection where's the feeling because like i don't think that zendaya needed to be in this movie like at all because she didn't do anything yet like and they, to be fair, that will her... all be part two, I guess. Oh, but, I feel yeah. like it. And, but the thing for me is it, they put her in uh, the trailers and advertising like she's going to be much more important in this part. And that's not the case. And that's bugs me. But what I. Well, yeah, because like, she's a huge actress. So, like, they, 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 of course, did that because it's good you know, for Mark. Well, okay. Well, so is Josh Brolin. And she's in the movie as much right. as he is. And so, what right, I would but, say. But Zendaya's hot right now. Okay, but so was Rebecca Ferguson, and so is you know Oscar yeah. Isaac. And anyway, though, because yeah. uh, it's not—it's not like she does a bad job. Yeah, uh, no, no, she, but, she's great. Yeah, but at the end, like to tie into your point with like the to me, like I I love the movie, and I was really feeling it, and I was following it all, and I was really into it. But then there are some things that just are like I'm just kind of going with it and trying to see where you're taking me, as opposed to feeling the moment. Like at the end, yeah, they they finally Paul and Jessica are able to like meet up with the Fremen, uh, more or less because the Fremen like we're going to kill you. But at the same time, it's like no, and then it's like he's like, oh no, it's I know you guys. Okay, well, you know you you've bested me in a fight or whatever, so you can join. You could you could cross with us. To, and then like then this other dude's like no. No, it's de- a fight's death now. You you aren't yeah. uh, strong enough to be in charge. And you're like, what? Where's any of this coming from? And like, why is there like not really a lot of emotion or like anything going on within your actual culture? Like, none of you guys have feelings on this happening or the fact that you know Paul is like, dude, are you gonna yield? And he's like, they're like, there is no yielding. You can only kill him. And I'm yeah. like, okay, but you. Like, yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's and i there is there is opera like for that exact situation there is opportunity um for like there will be a scene um in the next uh in the next movie that should be a big opportunity like so like paul all of his character growth is essentially boiled down to a temper tantrum in a tent and it it kind of like that's actually i would say more of like a bad acid trip in the tent because he's definitely right. on like that spice bro right but it's but it's just then like that's the only time that you see any of that um and well, like there's all, i do have a thought in the question because like obviously how when he talks to the head of the Bene Gesserit and he's like she's like all your dreams happen exactly as you dream them and he's like mm, not not exactly and so i'm like okay so is zendaya gonna stab you and betray you or is she gonna like help you both like i don't like so that's an interesting thing because that part of not exactly that is not from the book in the book the answer to that question is yes um and that actually really threw me because there's a lot of strange also i want to point out that in in the book like gurney halleck is also like a fantastic musician like he plays oh. the ballast set and like he he's like that's like his like like he he's like he's like a cool like swordsman who also is like a dope musician. Um, oh. but so he is an so, actually fleshed out character in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so that's like so you see uh you start getting those these like visions. Paul starts getting these visions of of a Jameis, uh played by uh Babs Alusan Mukan. 
Mokun. I'm, yeah, we'll I'm go with probably that. butch. We'll, we'll go I'm probably butchering it, and I very much apologize. I was looking at that. I was yeah. looking at that for a while, being like, "How am I going to pronounce this?" Alusan <laughs> Mokun. It, it's it's my problem. I keep saying it wrong. Um, uh, but uh, so I would say it's keep... Olusan Mokun. Yeah, that's that's Something probably like that. that's that's probably closer than than whatever I was saying. Um, but regardless, so you keep seeing these these things where it's like, oh, and and I'll like of like essentially james like teaching him things and i was like i didn't know like because you aren't introduced to this character as james for a long time and i'm like who the fuck is this guy like stilgar is the person who's supposed to teach him how to do all these things like who is this dude um and like then i see it's james and like i immediately started getting so angry as i was watching I was like are they gonna fucking change like one of the most important things about paul's story and like have james not like eat it here um and then they still had james die and i guess like it's it's yeah they keep doing these these things where like they'll have like Paul not really like like having more like interpretive visions that like don't really tell you like what is happening like that, that it's not necessarily like oh like so my interpretation was that like so he keeps seeing his visions of Jameis like teaching him things that Jameis does teach him a lot because he's the first person he has to kill and like he does like learn a lot from this that like yes there there is that interpretation i think it's also possibly that they are trying to allude to this idea of like there are many possible futures and that like it, it, like like there are like there was like still like a possibility of like Jameis like being the like I don't know that's weird to me and that I think that, that is I think that in is, the book I think that you're right though but I think that that's what they were going for is that when he says like not exactly is that he's like I yeah. mess up or I do something that changes it that makes like you know like that makes it different slightly that like to where yeah. it could or couldn't happen and when I looked at um in my assumption is the arc of Paul in this part one movie is him deciding that he is the Messiah because when he gets to the part with uh, Dr. Liet Kynes, who I was so angry with for the longest time. Cause I'm just like, dude, like, cause like Oscar Isaac says, it's like, you see how they fucked us and you're not even going to like say anything or tell anybody like that. What's going on here. And she's like, nah, well i mean to be fair she really couldn't have probably like she like is like a low level employee of the emperor it's not like there's a lot of oversight like yeah but either way my thing is so he then paul like after he has to use the voice actually that happens after so but but yeah when he's talking to her and he's like no i am messiah I know that you were in love with a Fremen uh, person that died. I know this. I know that. I know blah blah blah. And then, like they cut away, and then like when they go to split up, and then she's like uh, drawing one of the worms so that she'll they'll kill the fucking people coming to attack her. And she's like, "You betrayed the emperor. Like I'm gonna kill you and have you taken back to blah blah blah." And she's like, "I don't serve anybody but the Messiah." And then she dies. And I'm just like, "Well, she she says I don't serve anybody but Shai Halud, which are the sandworms." Oh, is that what? Okay, I'm sorry. I, you know, I thought that. Yeah, the, in the, in Fremen the, culture, like the the sandworms are like like blessed be the maker, blessed be his coming, blessed be the the water that he which he creates. Like like the the sandworms are like, I mean, again, spoiler alert: the sandworms make the spice. Like the sandworms are like are like key 
to yeah. everything. But um, my thought too is like, I, like, is Paul not going to learn to like dragon ride one of these worms? Because like that was some like dope shit in that vision. Yeah. I was like, oh, he will. Come yeah. on, that's going to be so sick. Like you roll up on this big ass worm. Like, what's up, Bo? Like, bro, let's fight. Yeah. Like, also, my big thing too is 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 um Dave Bautista going to kill his uncle? Because like I'm just that's where no. I'm like, ah. Oh. So also, oh, so so it's a good thing that you brought that up because I keep forgetting. So they left out a a, a part of the Duke's character um, that was pretty prevalent, not only in the book but also a little bit in uh, David Lynch. That like he is like a ma- like you you obviously get that he kind of sucks. Um, he is like a pedophile. Uh, and like Oscar Isaac's a pedophile. No, sorry, sorry, not my bad. Uh, the Baron, okay, Baron Harkonnen. Um, uh, the the Baron Harkonnen, like, he will like, like that. So, uh, there is he has another nephew. Um, oh, besides Batista, there's besides Batista who, uh, is who Sting played in the uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but he hasn't shown up yet. No, he hasn't shown up yet. Um, so, uh, that's Fade Rautha. Um, and I, it'll, it'll be interesting to, to see that. But so, so like, so I'm curious. So with, with, in those two nephews, cause they're obviously two different types of characters. And so like Batista's is like the big tanky brute one. And then he's, yeah, he's Sting's like the, is like Sting's, the, he's like the actually like Baelish yeah. one or he, he's the, so, so Fade Rautha is like the one who actually could do anything. Uh, Beast Raban, him, they never call him that, but like that's, that's his name in, um, also, I think like Beast Rabin, Rabon and uh, Duke Leto were like roommates at one point, like at the academy, some like academy they were at. Uh, it's oh. weird. Um, so uh, Beast Rabon is like uh, savage and you know brutalistic and all these things, but like he is not smart. He is he is not like good at like you know s- subtlety and subterfuge and political machinations. Fade Rautha is like like that like he okay. he is incredibly shrewd and like he is like he is very very good he's a wildly sharp individual um, so he's basically <clears throat> like baelish and then uh batista is like i don't know the mountain and for whatever reason because they're like are they brothers or are they uh cousins like the, are they're cousins they, they're cousins okay but I they think, like i don't remember together? do they maybe they're brothers do they like? Do they, are they cool with each other? Like, do they? Are they a team? Yeah, they're fine with each other, from what I remember. Um, it's just that, like, yeah, Rabon is is just not like. Yeah, he's I think dumb. they're brothers, but like, okay. yeah, he's just he's just like a dumb guy. Like, he's okay, a big so dumb guy, and Bar- and he's just Baron Harkonnen's hammer, basically. But then, yeah. well, so then the Baron, I have a question because I'm just trying to figure out how like their race works. So, how is he like? It looked like he was always like weirdly like like bodies shaped and stuff and then when he would like yeah. lift up to be like 20 feet tall i was like is he like so, a weird alien thing and like that's his real like no. form and like it, he like, is like, he's he's a person he's a human um he is rather corpulent um and in the in the books and in the david lunch thing like he is so he's so like fat he's so overweight that he has to have these like suspensors that like keep his body up and like that will like so he like floats around with these he's suspensors like, so gluttonous that yeah and, and so from what i understand in the books is like 
I don't know if it's all of them or just the Baron, but this like the Harkonnens like have sex slaves they murder while they're having sex with them and yes. like doing all this like that is that just the Baron or is that all of them? That's like um in the way. books it's mostly the Baron. I mean, like like Fade and Beast are also really fucked up. Um, but like the Baron is like the height of debauchery. Um, okay, like, and the Baron the has Baron... like these little sex slave boys and like yeah. I heard that that in the book it is very homophobic, and the, one of the reasons why the Baron is evil is because he's gay. I like how in this yeah. one that's not yeah. relevant or brought up or used in any well, way. Well, one, the idea of having a main character who is a pedophile, I think, just was going to be too, too like, too much to really deal with. But yeah, that 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 is a you know, it's distinctly like you know, hey, here is this overweight uh, person who <clears throat> has homosexual relationships. Um, I mean, obviously, there. It's not like he just is is gay. He's like, you know, he's doing the things that he's doing. But like, yeah, it, it was very clearly like setting it up as like a villainous. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. But yeah, they don't do they don't they don't touch on any of that with uh with this this uh, Harkonnen. No. Okay. Well, yeah. Like with this one though, he's more like yeah, just like a a terrifying, ominous presence, like gluttonously eating while Oscar Isaac's just stripped butt naked like yeah in front of everybody like just out and i'm like dude oscar isaac do you know he was he was done so dirty like he was oh, yeah. such an awesome dude like a beast and i that's the thing i don't so like that's the thing i do not understand in any way shape or form with ua he spoke like in my head okay so this is how the movie presents it at least is that he's like a dedicated like person to the house atreides he mm-hmm cares about the family just as much as everybody else he alone betrays the entire family and house and gets most of them all killed and everything uh and then's like okay then when he betrays duke leto he tells him like hey uh, it's me i did all this i'm really sorry they have my wife i have to get her back but don't worry i'm gonna help paul as best i can and make sure he gets out you know but hey here this i'm gonna replace your tooth with this poison tooth you have to bite down really yep. hard but you'll be able to like it'll be your absolute last breath but if you time Remember it right the tooth. exactly yeah. if you time it right maybe you'll be able to make it baron harkonnen's last breath too and it like he does that part perfectly and it's all these things but i'm just like dude if you are this devoted person to the house and everything, and you knew that your wife was captured by the Harkonnens, and you know who they are, like at the end when Baron Harkonnen betrays him, it's like, yeah, I told, uh, he's like, what did I tell you? Oh yeah, you get to go uh, be with your wife, and she's not going to be a ca- okay. Well, then you can join her, and he just kills her or kills Doctor Yue mm-hmm. because he killed his wife already, and you're like, dude, you should yeah. have known your wife was already dead. Like. Whether like seriously, dude, like you knew she was dead when yeah. she got captured. You know who these people are. Why would you have betrayed them? It would have made more sense to me to have it be that like through sabotage or other means that they and like the fact that they're all those maids were there and stuff, or when even when the computer guy uh said to them, Hey, don't all that you know, people showing up and cheering for you, that's you know, hearken and mandatory attendance. Don't think that's for you or whatever. One of them could have been the ones that like sabotage the shields or the comms. It doesn't have to be the doctor. It just well, to so the... it needed to be the doctor because like it would have the the Atreides troops are like in, uh, the other than the Sardaukar are like some of the most highly trained. Like they they are. That's why the Harkonnen had to get the Sardaukars because Harkonnen troops 
cannot stand up to Atreides troops. Like they cannot okay. do it. Um, and that they just like these type of tactics, like subterfuge and like like all this these like these like backstabbing, like like that's like the the that's how like the house politics work so it's very difficult to like get one get the drop on them because they're expecting all of that like they're walking into this expecting that they're going to do this the only way that it was going to work yeah the the only way this is going to work is if they had an insider and that's who like they thought again in the book they think that it is uh (laughs) that it's that it's lady jessica but it's it's dr you i mean like it boils down to I mean, yes, it's dumb, but it boils down to human weakness. It's like that regardless of his conditioning, he wanted to get his wife back that so badly that he saw through this very thinly veiled ploy. And yeah, unfortunately, it spelled the end for, for them. Um, I mean, in the grain scheme of things, they're fine. This, this like, you know, enabled lots of things to happen that probably wouldn't have otherwise. Um but it's just like yeah. to me I'm my thought is just you know like you have Duncan and Gurney and hopefully they'll come back and be able to assist uh, Paul for the most part throughout his journeys of genocide and revenge but I think that for me it would have made sense to them if like beca- like not necessarily have Lady Jessica be the one that betrays the house or the family or any of them in that way but the fact that she is Bene Gesserit come back, like when the uh, leader of that came back and like made them all visit, had somebody like one of the other sisters who were with her been sabotaging while that was happening or so- something of that nature, where it's like people couldn't question because they are like Bene Gesserit or what have you, but they also don't have to betray. It's just, yeah, like you say, it's just a weak point. And yeah, the book does it that way too. And like you say, it's just, you know, who can say I mean, when, your, when your partner is captured what you would or wouldn't do to get them out? It seems like more of a weak point in the movie because in the book, like, there's a lot of them, like, they're like, okay, the Harkonnen, like, they, they're, like, very aware of, like, no, they're trying to fuck us over here. Like, they're, like, w- looking for this to happen. Like, they're like, no, something is happening here. So it, like, it, in the movie, it seems like there's more opportunity for, like, other forces to have been. But, like, yeah. in the book, like, it's, like, there's really... There is like no say, way that anybody if, could have gotten the job on them. If, like you say that in the books, like you said, it's they're so trained and stuff like that. In the movies, dude, somebody literally ro- like runs up and like wakes up Ger- uh, Gurney and is like, "Hey, man, uh, all our shields and comms are down and people are attacking." He's like, "What the? I'm a sleeping." And you're like, "Wouldn't there be more people awake and on duty and guard and like?" Every- and then it was like just the scene in Pearl Harbor from Michael Bay where yeah. they're just like dropping bombs and blowing up all their ships and doing well, all well, this other stuff. St- strictly speaking they shouldn't like their shields shouldn't have been able to be taken down so they can't get through the shield so they should have been fine like also this this none of that would have been possible without that this is why you have a two person shield like thing don't make your thing doable with one person there Mm -hmm. always has to be at least two people to do it have redundancies yes the two switches that you have to turn are you know 30 feet apart from each other and they both have to be turned at the same time it, it normally that that won't be a problem you can always do yeah. that and not do that but when it's like no nah, it's just one person damn it yeah. that's how you do it because then it would have been <laughs> that would have been a silly little uh yeah. c plot is like you see dr ui having to like recruit one dude to go get the other switch and turn it while he's doing that. <laughs> yeah that would have been that would have been wild 
But man, I tell you what though, like the part two is going to be so much more insane than part one also, with what wish, happens in it. I wish that they had did more like so like in the movie they don't really get they make it seem like Paul has an allergic reaction to spice. And like spice is a straight up drug. It's a straight up narcotic. It's not just what yeah. you can use to traverse the stars. It's That's like saying like, I'm okay. having an allergic reaction to heroin. It's like what? Like I don't and they don't really explain that. Uh, it's like, yeah, this has like it's so, so so much of a drug that all the Fremen people have like these weird blue glowy eyes. And they yeah. show scenes where Paul in his visions has those eyes. And I'm just like, how does that happen, Paul? Do you are you gonna get like a spice addiction and you just like start huffing spice like all day well, until your eyes turn blue? So here's the thing with spice is that um, it's. Yes, it, there there's an addiction that's formed, but not like in a typical drug where like you're like crazy high all the time or anything. It's like like people use spice all throughout the galaxy. Like they have in their coffee is, is a very common thing, um, you know. But on on Arrakis in, in everything, and the Fremen like so Paul Paul's prescience is intensified by the spice. Um, it, it really unlocks that more because it's a psychoactive chemical, um, and the Fremen use spice in literally everything. And what, something that they get into in the book is that while, yes, it's not like like nothing bad is going to happen to you because you're using spice. Like it's not like, you know, heroin or something where like you're going to die because you're using heroin. Um, but if you stop, like if you if you like use spice every day and then you don't have it anymore, you're going to fucking die. <laughs> like that's yeah. why like the like owning Iraq is such a big deal because if you like ha are in control of this item that like literally people could die without like it's a big deal um it's like but, the uh, beers family just controlling diamonds for yeah. generations right except the diamonds aren't actually worth shit um no. they just they just pretend that they are um so there is um yeah, it, it's that, that, that's a that's an interesting thing, but it's there's going to be a lot, man. Part two, so I'm gonna. Do you want me to go into what happens in part? Hell two? yeah, fuck it, let's, guys. <laughs> All right, this so, is a book that's been out for forever. Uh, and so uh, like the David Lynch movie exists. Like, you, yeah. you can't be spoiled. So Paul goes to Siege Tabitar, and uh, he, which is like the the main headquarters of the Fremen. Like they're he, well, Washington, no, so DC, so Sieges. I believe it was Ch. I thought was was how it's pronounced, but I could be wrong. Um, these are all uh, these have roots in in is different like Eastern languages, um, but so th there are many there are many of these sieges. They, but they are they are like settlements of the Fremen, and there are like millions of Fremen. And the like they they reference in there that um, that uh, the Harkonnens estimated the Harkonnens thought there was like fifty thousand. Yeah, and that's that's the whole thing. It's like so Duke Leto thought that essentially so. The Sardaukar become the Sardaukar from living on Seleucus Secondus, which is a prison planet. And they, he's essentially like, oh, but what if I have Arrakis, which is literally like the most hostile environment to live in in the galaxy. And so, like, that's why the Fremen are, like, you know, <laughs> completely amazing. They are they are unbelievably deadly. Like, uh, it takes, like, I think it's, like, 10 Sardaukar to take out one, uh, one Fremen. Um <laughs> And, and so, like, they... and yet Duncan Idaho was able to kill a Fremen. So that means Duncan Idaho should be out here killing. No, I don't think he was able to kill a Fremen. I think he was able to keep from being killed by a Fremen. 
I, enough to because, stop fighting. <laughs> yeah, I think that that they that he was able to draw enough attention to be able to to integrate into their collective. Um, but so he goes to Siege Chaber and he you know becomes part of the the community. Um, Lady Lady Jessica as a like because they have like the. Uh, the Bene Gesserit go throughout, like, one thing that they do is they go throughout the galaxy and they, like, they plant these little seeds. And, like, this this uh, this idea of this Lisan al-Gaib, this, um, this story that, like, when 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 Paul lands, like, Lisan al-Gaib, Lisan al-Gaib, like, that is a story that was planted by the Bene Gesserit because it's the, there are these stories that are planted with the, these local uh, indigenous uh, populations that essentially like if a Bene Gesserit lands there, they will immediately fit in with their idea of it's like somebody that like is important and should be protected. Like it's like this, this like this, this kind of insurance policy that they have. Um, so like she gets to, uh, to siege Tabor and they have a reverend mother there like she is like a fremen but she's a reverend mother so she's a, a truth sayer as well or whatever they well, call she, her. she's i mean yes i mean she like not specifically like truth sayer is like a specific like job but she is a reverend like she's a bene Gesserit, essentially like not not in as much Would as like she, she be like, higher than lady jessica on yes the list lady of? jessica okay. is not a reverend mother at this point um, okay. Reverend mothers are are, are high, like she is a sister of the Bene Gesserit, and Reverend mothers are like uh, Reverend Mahayam and things like that. Okay, so like um, a step up, yeah, or a couple like steps a, up. A priest as opposed to a bishop or a cardinal. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, makes so, sense. So, um, they go there and like Paul integrates into the society, and uh, you know he he gets he's given his his name where you you keep seeing that little mouse in the movie with the big yeah. ears yeah so that that map he, so he they it, at least in the book he says like um uh he asks um i believe he asks like what like like like, like he that that mouse is called muadib um and so he he takes that as his name as muadib um uh and so like paul muadib is is the name that he that he goes by um and he he integrates into society you know he he starts like gaining like name and fame through them he com becomes a great warrior he like stogar teaches him to ride worms um and like he he's like you know he's also like going through like he's showing all these signs of like being this like messianic character that they are waiting for also lady jessica so there is um this reverend mother there, there's there's something there's a substance called the water of life which is essentially like uh, a solution of spice like directly for like a hyper 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 concentrated spice like directly from the maker the sandworm um that she like drinks and it's like what like makes her a reverend mother in this sense but she is pregnant that's right lady so, jessica is pregnant so at this time when she takes this 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 water of life her unborn child immediately becomes like hyper aware of like past future like like she gains the same things that she's not even born yet okay and so makes this child jessica who is super fucked up 
like she is like like the 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 Bene Gesserit consider her like an abomination like all these things like it, this this is something that is super not supposed to happen like this is bad <laughs> this is not good she is and not right this is going to be Paul's little sister brother yes yes little, little sister. sister okay yeah um, and she's and, uh, uh, awesome yeah, badass uh, Alia is her name um and um so it it's so they go through and they find that, you know, the Fremen have these water caches that are that are hidden that are like, uh, like incredibly vast because the Fremen had this dream of making Arrakis like green and like for there to be rain and like for it to be like a, a, a hospitable place to live. Uh, for but for then the, the spice became like the thing for travel, and so that went to like quick went away quickly. They say. Well, the the fremen weren't so so Liet Kynes, and also it was interesting. So Liet Kynes in the book is a man, um, and when it was announced that Liet Kynes was going to be played by a black woman, the the shitty people of twitter got so fucking angry like oh this woke bullshit and like uh eh, my feelings i'm white and male um it was it was wild people people lost their minds um well she's did fine so fuck them yeah you know so um she so like that was like the the there was a plan that like the the because she is a planetologist by trade like that's her like actual they don't i don't think they refer they mentioned that but she her like job is like you know like trying to con to change the planet and like make it better but like yeah that they i don't think they mentioned it as much in the book that idea that like oh they tried to do that and then they stopped but at least in the movie, so yes, yeah, so that was like the the more establishment that was trying to do that. The the Fremen want to do this because they want their home to be like a beautiful place. Like they want to have, they want to keep the the they want to keep the desert for the Maker for Shai Halud to like like be a sacred place. But they also want like they want like plants and like they want they, they want it to rain. Like they want it to be a hospitable place where they can like survive. Let me um, also ask you this though. So how many? How many fucking sandworms are there in this place? Like so many, so fucking the, many. So and they're all the maker, or they, they are. They there's are also, one gigantic one that we haven't seen yet. That's so gonna it's be the like one the idea rides. how like they are they're all shy halud, like they it, it's like a collective identity. It's like like shy halud the maker. They all make the spice. Okay. So they okay. it is referred to as the maker. Um. But uh, but, but no, these they're things, all. Know, but these things are this gigantic. They can't be all like, "Hey, let me be right next to you." They gotta have big space to roam away from each other. So they have like, an entire planet. You keep saying this, sir, but what I'm saying is, there's millions of fremen, so they're gonna want some space too. That's like to me, it's like, okay, let's take our planet Earth for example. Do you think you can make like or, like the water for like uh Earth? Make that the desert you're saying, and have the planet or the continents be like fremen places to live, and then all the water would be a sand desert. That the I don't I'm, know if that's I'm enough not, space. I'm not sure specifically. Plus, like, what, what are they, they gonna eat? What do they eat? The sandworms besides people? Like, what do they eat? Uh, like nothing. That I forget about the actual because like the life cycle of um the sandworm is like a very big part of uh Children of Dune. Which I believe is the third book. Dune Messiah is the second one, but it is a very big part of Children of Dune and God Emperor of Dune, which I think is the fourth or fifth book. Um, 
like that is a huge part of that. Um, but I don't remember specifically what they eat, but, uh, okay. just like various things like, I, 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 but, um, so they, they like, so, so Paul is, is like, he integrates into society and, you know, Jessica's doing her thing and there's Alia, you know, she has her child and they're going to, and she, she, he, I don't think he's ma- he hasn't married Chani uh, at this point, but they're there together. And um, they, you know, the, the plan is always to, you know, to take, to defeat the Harkonnen. Um, and also they, you know, they come across uh, Gurney and uh, Duncan Idaho, who is what is called a Gola. Um, so there is a, a faction that has not been revealed yet called the Tleilaxu. Uh, T-L-E-X-E, wait, T-L-E-X-A-L-U, I believe, Tleilaxu. Um, and they, like, create, like, wild, insane, like, technological marvels. And they also, like, build, like, bodies and things like that. Like, they, like, grow, like, organ plants and things like that. Um, but so they bring Duncan back to life as like with with these uh as a gola and he has like you know these weird eyes that like control him and all this stuff they bring him back as a gola named hate h-a-y-t um and he eventually starts to recover his memories as duncan idaho and then like goes back to paul um but he he they meet gurney first and so gurney joins them and eventually you know after like you know they have this idea you know we're gonna you know we're we're going to defeat the harkonnen we're going to do all this stuff so he they they you know they attack the harkonnen they do like the the emperor comes down uh i don't remember why the emperor is there specifically at this moment but the emperor is, is there as well and so the they take over with their force uh paul sweeps in on sandworms and all this shit and they essentially like look um we could kill all of you right now or you could let me marry your daughter princess Arulian, who in the books is like you're finding out like at the beginning of each chapter is like a, a snippet from like the a, a, a like books that princess Arulian wrote um like talking about her life with paul oh. like being married to this like messianic emperor um, and so like he's like yeah so you're gonna have me marry your daughter Aurelian, and i'm gonna be the emperor because you have no male sons or i'm gonna kill fucking everyone here so you make your decisions um and uh paul becomes emperor that way um and he, gurney he marries... uh, is with him when this what's this you said gurney's with him when this happens yeah yeah so? Gurn- okay. gurney and duncan are both with him at this point okay. um and uh, yeah, he he marries uh, Arulian, and he takes Chani. Uh, like Chani is like his his like uh, like essentially what what Jessica is. She's his mistress. Okay, um, his consort. Um, because it's it's purely a political arrangement. But uh, yeah, and then like you know, it goes on to. I mean, it it's kind of one of those things like I don't really want to get too far into it because like once I get to a certain point, like I would just have to explain like seven or eight books to really like, cause you're just gonna be like, wait, why? And it doesn't make any sense. Wait, no, why? <laughs> wait what, why does he do this? Okay. So um, let's have fun. Do you think, who do you think is going to play sting in Dune part two? Who I don't know. Batista's I was trying brother? to remember. I, 
has it been announced? I don't know. That's why I'm saying let's speculate. Let's have fun with I, it. You know, if they have, I want to see. I want to see if it's been announced yet. Okay. If it, ha- I don't think it has been. But... Uh, I will um, say though, I did. I did really love the way this movie looked and like the you know emotions that you took. They took you on. For example, the yeah. scene where um, Paul Trace has to put his hand in that box. Like you really do see him like struggling with the pain and then essentially like kind of like spockish just be like there is no pain like you know fear is like in after earth that terrible movie yours it's like you know fear if you have no fear then you could, you know you're fine you yeah move forward and do all, and like you see him like overcome it and then like the lady who's testing him you can see she's kind of like oh this, i'm getting a little scared i don't think that we i should be messing with him as much as i am right now let me go ahead and tell him it's okay you can stop <laughs> and like but yeah. she also is all all like we have other plans. If you know, if this one, if he isn't the actual Messiah, we have other like plans all over the galaxy. So, yeah, and it's like okay, okay. That's yeah, so, so they they have not they have not cast Fade. So um, hmm, let me think. I would say it's got to be somebody smaller than Batista, obviously, like slender but smart, but also like terrifying yeah. and sadistic. So I would say Will Poulter. I don't think that he'd work. I do. Have you seen Will Poulter lately, though? No. Dude, he has got, like, he does not look. So he got, you, you hear he got cast as Adam Warlock? Yes. Oh, so he bulked he, up real big. What's that? He well, yeah, he, he's bulking big. up. But, like, he, like, does not look like this nerdy Will Poulter. He's, like, superhero Will Poulter now. Like, with, like, oh. incredibly suave hair. Like, very good hey. looking. And, like, like he him. does not look as... Good he he went on a stage. He's going on a similar journey as as uh, um, uh, what's uh, Kumail Nanjiani. And uh, also, I just want to say, let's let's not watch the Eternals. That it sounds like it sucks shit. <laughs> I know. I, I want to support Rob Stark, but it's like it, I'm like I don't know. Yeah. I might get sucked if I get sucked to it. With my friends, I'll definitely like let you know if it's good, and then we'll yeah, talk you let about me that. know about it. But, but it doesn't sound like it doesn't seem interesting at all to me. But um, uh, so, I, maybe so. Plus, Will Poulter's probably too young because he's got to be about the same age as Batista in theory. So like, yeah, like let's say mid thirties to mid forties would be ideal. I would. I'll say maybe who's like who can play sadistic, but like smart and intelligent. That is a fun person that I would want to like. I can't watch. even think. Paul Dano. Like, pa- no, it's like because because he also had like Paul Dano would have to like so Fader Out is also like an incredibly good fighter. Like he like uh, battles in the arena okay. like for okay. fun all the time. Okay. Like he, he's he's not like he's not like an intellectual. He's just much more spelt and like you know, um, he's Cowell. like he's. I mean that would be good, but I don't know. It just doesn't strike Why me. Why don't as you right. start throwing things out then? Since maybe you are, like you if like if like Adrian Brody got like in really good shape, maybe. Well, or, what about uh, one of the fines, like Ralph or Ray or whichever one? You Ray, want Ray Fines is way too old. Um, yeah, he's probably about Peter Skarsgård's age, so that probably wouldn't work. Yeah, like, yeah, that 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 wouldn't work. But man, I'm trying to think. Like this is, I, I was not prepared for this. I can't. I know, think of... but like we're having fun. It's a fun little game to play at the end, real quick. Like I'm just trying to think of like who. <sighs> what if you cast Zac Efron because he's a singer like Sting, and then he's big and like could probably be a good fighter. I and, mean, like, you could could play sadistic, um... you know. 
Uh, what about Justin Timberlake? Because I was like, I'm thinking about singers that could play this now. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't... I cannot... I'm trying to think of like any... Like, I like if it was like 15 years ago, I'd say like James McAvoy. Um, That's what I think. I'm like, I'm like, what younger people that like aren't already tied into big things could do it? You know? Yeah. What about... Ooh, what about... Nah, he wouldn't play it the same way. I'm trying to think of like people that have been in big stuff already that like could potentially do that and be good at it. I got I got nothing, man. I, I got, what I got you, nothing. What if you got like nah, I don't think he would be a good fit, but like somebody that is no longer having to do Marvel stuff like Chris Evans or but then I was like Chris Hemsworth might be no, still doing that's, stuff. I don't so, think I like I don't think it can be like one of those traditional looking dudes. Like it's gotta be somebody that's like kind of, you know, I don't know, like edgier looking. Oh, you know who it could be who? it could be um uh fucking um uh, uh, uh it could be Adam Driver. I can see an Adam Driver. Oh, that's actually not a bad option. Adam yeah, Driver I can, would I be can able see to see me do an that. Adam Driver. Yeah. That's actually because yeah, like you know, he has the same kind of and he could play really cruel and mean and sadistic and weird All, and like although the, the meme the meme always goes around that like uh finn wolfhard timothy chamelay and uh, uh adam driver are charmander charmeleon and charizard respectively so i don't necessarily <laughs> like i don't necessarily know that that would like go that well because he does look an awful fucking lot like Timothy Shamley. <laughs> like he looks like Timothy Shamley's older brother. Um, yeah. I'm sure, like what? Well, somebody that's like in that Adam driver vein, you could go with maybe like a Joseph Gordon Levitt or I could see although, something like that. Maybe I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of people who you could believe more uh, easily as evil. I feel like it's going to be somebody that like, we do not like that. We like, I, I feel like it's somebody that we could not have guessed is going to be what it is. It most likely will be what they do that. They'll be like, no, none of the thoughts you have are correct. But yeah. what about like, you know, TV actors who could do it? Like, could somebody like Stephen Amell or Charlie Hunnam? Well, I don't, Man, think so. I don't, I don't really know. know any, any like, like I'm not, I don't really know current actors in general. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't Nicholas know. Holt, could he do it? Who is the that? that played, the kid that played Beast in the X-Men First Class and all those Oh, ones. maybe. Fury Road and stuff. I like, don't know. He, I guess it's hard to, like, I don't really have a picture in my mind of what Beast, I mean, of what Fade Routha looks like other than Sting. Um, like, what if they go balls to the wall and, like, just cast Tom Hardy or something? You know, like Batista's brother Tom I, Hardy, the smart it one. It seems too like it's it wouldn't Ooh. make sense to me. It needs to what be somebody that looks. Not, if he's not too old, what about like Killian Murphy? That would be like oh, be sinister actually, and like isn't it, isn't Killian Murphy like in his fifties? Don't do that, man. Dirty like he Tommy uh, in Peaky Blinders is not that old, dude. Like there's he's he in his fifties. I, I think I think that's that just I seems mean. Like, that's, like, that seems mean, in my opinion. I don't. It's not mean to say because dude, twenty because twenty eight days later came out in the two thousands. That man was like in his twenties. So you can't he's say forty five years old. Yes, not fifty. Well, forty five. Yeah, and think about. I said thirty five to forty five. So that's where I'm. Gonna I land I don't. I think that it, I don't think that it minutes. would read properly. Like, I, well, I think you, that they're going to have you, it. 
can say no, that all you want to, but right, I don't actually right, have yes, control that's over true, casting. So. I think I think what they're going to do is that they're going to like they are going to have it be somebody who's visually distinct from Rabom. Um, so like yes, that would work, but I think that they're going to cast somebody who is closer to Timothy Chalamet's age to make them a, fo- a more clear foil to th- Timothy Chalamet. Well, like, if that's that was what the I case, think. then you have to cast like Lucas Hedges, the kid from uh, Manchester by the Sea or whatever, because he's like Chamlay's. Uh... I don't fucking know anybody? Yeah, look him up because he's like they're like the two yeah. like in their generation currently that everybody's like going back and forth. Like they're like the ones that are gonna I mean, have maybe the Oscars and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't. All these people look like like none. All the I see all these people. I'm like I guess they exist. <laughs> like I don't know anybody anymore. Yep. Oh, Unqualified. Yeah. Observers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But it, I mean, it could be. But but we're 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 getting we're getting in the weeds here. We okay, are. We've so. gotten. So let's 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 start wrapping up. So uh, I want to say though, uh, I'll go first. I guess. Fucking loved it still. Like not. Yeah. Is it great? No. Is yeah. it good? Hell yeah. Did do I need the second part to like complete this? Yes, a hundred percent. Like I do. Yeah. This is not a standalone story. That it ends literally in the like like to me it's like if you wanted to have it be like oh we could pretend or say or like i guess in theory like no there's no there's no point in this where you could say that the story could be wrapped up right here like organically yeah no to me duncan dying and after like like that would have been a decent stop but then you kind of want to have him meet up with the fremen before the movie finishes so you're like okay i get that so who knows love the cinematography thought some of the acting was great thought some of the rest of it was like i'm like man they don't really they haven't fleshed out this world or given a lot of people character like yeah. uh, it would have been nice to see gurney play that instrument or do something yeah. you know what i mean something like uh, instead i get like i get it they're trying to be like look dude we're trying to get you in the crazy and we gotta go slow it's gonna ramp yeah. up in part two and yeah, that didn't sense- really have time honestly like this thing was already two and a half hours long without that and like to then add like it would take like another hour at least to like give these people like character yeah to give them what you want yeah well maybe on the blu-ray the 4k blu-ray they'll give us extra like an extra 50 minutes you know Danny yeah, cut, yeah. and you'll be like yeah what's up yeah but, maybe because uh, maybe it'll be like lord of the rings so like now nah, we got you homie we got we got the we actually filmed all of it that was the other thing they I'm added like, like three scenes in <laughs> That's why not, like lord of the rings didn't add that much back in why did in the direct extended editions, yes, they did. So, so like the ex- the extended editions, yes, they add stuff in, um, and I think it's important. But like, it's like it's it's okay. It's maybe close to like forty five minutes ish. I don't know, yeah, maybe which, a little bit less. Which than I'd that. be fine with. But, but um, my point is, yeah. uh, either way, I'm excited for the next part. I just what I'm kind of bummed about that. I wish that they had done instead. Is I wish that they had Lord of the Rings that in the sense of shoot the whole thing like go ahead and knock right. out both parts like do the actual movie and that way we could have the next one come out like a year but now it's gonna probably be like at least two years before the next one yeah comes for out. sure and that's I'm, I'm worried some of this will die down by that point you know some of the well the feeling and the hype and all that so it's it's i think that it's possible but i mean this is the number one like there is there is no chance that it's that there's not going to be a sequel because oh, this is hope. is an uh, unbelievably successful film. Like this is the only time I have seen Twitter praising a movie that is like commercially successful. Um, 
Because like, to me, he, I would say people, I don't know actually if like, because this is, I'm trying to think of a movie that everybody knew would have a part two and then it still took a little bit of time before that part two come out. Like, let's say Avatar or. I don't think I, we didn't know it was going to have a part two. There has been no movie that was like, because like Dune literally is like part one, like in, in the title, like. That's fair. I can't really. I'm just like, I guess there's, maybe, there's nothing. Yeah. Maybe part like episode five uh, when you were like, wait, there's one, two and three and we missed those. And then you were like, yeah, you're going to wait 30 I mean, years. I guess, and you were like, yeah. I don't know. It's a fair argument. It's yeah, not quite I mean, the same thing, but it's something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think that I do think that it, it would be it would have been better to do it that way. Um, because however one, long the biggest james bond gap has been in films yeah i mean like dalton or from like let's say was it let's say dalton the brosnan or brosnan the craig or even uh like connery the more or lazenby i don't know they could they could i don't know the exact years yeah Um, but i hope it it does really well and they go past it nothing would make me happier than to have a new like fast and furious but just not like just be like no, it's actually we're we're going crazy. We're gonna do like eight or nine of these dude movies throughout Paul Atreides' like life and the rest of. This. I don't think. And, like, I think that you'd start to lose people like after no, you. I, you I'm could sure. maybe get through the first. Like I'm sure they would just do the part two and finish out the book and then call it a day. But yeah, they they might do yeah. the rest of them. Like here's the thing: if it makes a lot of money, they will do the rest of them. Like they will, they regardless of, of what if it makes money, they'll make more of them. Um, yeah, and they might have to like eventually slowly like recast people or something, you know. If it, yeah, I mean, age like, out or they don't care, like, but. yeah, like I mean, it, later on in the books, like Paul, like Paul is not like the same age in throughout all three books, so like it makes sense to like that he would be different actors. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, let me but, write this this hope before we do that. So, yeah. That being said, though. All these things. It's not, it's good, not great, entertaining, but still long. Uh, I need part two to come out to really truly grade it as a whole. But first part, I would say I'll give it a seven out of 10, like lines of spice. Yeah. I am, so I, I very much like this film. Um, I am a fairly hard person to impress just in general. So like it, I, I like this a lot. I thought it was very good. It did in a lot of ways feel like a movie that I've kind of seen like in different films, like little, little parts here and there, not across the board, but it's, I'm not, I'm saying that it's not like, it wasn't like, Oh my God, I've never seen anything like this before. Like, you know, it's, it, that, that, that wasn't quite the case. Um, <clears throat> I don't really like, there's a lot of superlatives being thrown around out of this film. And like, it was great. It was very good. I don't think it's like the best science fiction film that's ever been made or in it. Not that I have like an answer to what that would be. Um, but like, it's, it's good. I, I thought it was a, a very good movie. I thought it was well acted. I thought it was, you know, well shot. I thought the, and music was great. Um, I am very eager to see part two whenever that comes out. I, 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 was a, I was a huge fan of this. I thought it was incredibly good. I didn't think that while there were a couple of things that they changed, nothing was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did this. Um, it, it, all, it all worked for me. Uh, I, I thought it was very good. I would give this 
I would give this an eight, eight uh, stabs of the Gom Jabbar out of ten, probably. Okay. See, like, yeah. So, yeah. a good, a definitely a good episode. Uh, yeah. You know, now we're getting into the, gonna be getting into the Thanksgiving time, November, and me and Kellen looked it up, and I can tell you with absolute certainty, there are no movies that we're going to be doing for Thanksgiving or that holiday of uh, of the november's yeah so it's, it's not going to be a seasonal uh, we'll month. be all over the place doing whatever yeah. we feel like doing but uh you know please come back and listen to us on some more stuff maybe we'll figure out what we think is the number one science fiction movie of all time i was just thinking and i was like what constitutes sci-fi versus uh like because i don't i don't always understand i do science uh fantasy instead of science fiction sometimes so I, I would say maybe Minority Report in my head off top. Just like, does that count mm. as sci-fi? That's definitely I science fiction. Because um, I, I like Minority Report quite a bit, you know. I don't have but an answer for that. I honestly don't have an answer I, for what's the best. That's probably more favorite than best. Because some things that... Fuck, it might be Dune. I don't know. Like, like you, you know? know? Like, like, I can't think of... I can't think of another science fiction movie that I've been like, oh. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, Annihilation. Don't. Like... Annihilation was good, but um, then it's also like, like I don't know. Well, that's a discussion for another time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. We'll get you out of here before we get to an hour and a half. Um, uh, as always, I'm one of your hosts. My name's Thomas Stimson. If you would like, you can follow me at Stimpy is King on Twitter. Uh, please, you know, follow the podcast at ObserveCast on Twitter. Uh, you can also email us at unqualifiedobservers at gmail.com. We would always appreciate that. We'd love that if you could do that for us. You know, we would love to get ideas, comments, likes from you. Please rate and review and subscribe and share. Do all the all things. All that jazz. You know, all the things, everything else. You know, my amazing, wonderful, talented, you know, unqualified co-host, Mr. Kellen Metcalf, can be found at his Twitter handle, which is cool underscore Gollum, you know, if you want to hit him up, talk to him about some of his deep dives on Dune. If you want him to actually explain those six or seven or eight books that you said, he was like, "Oh, I can't." I, it, this would be a rant. Hit him up there. He can yeah. do it. If you if you want actually to have him go on a long diatribe without any necessity, just ask him any question about Lord of the Rings that you are are wondering, and he will <laughs> gladly. Well, probably not even gladly. He'll just be, uh, you know, compelled to respond. Like you use I, the voice. I will be. I will be compelled. <laughs> it's like that 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 like thing from uh, Parks and Rec where it's a uh, it's got uh, Ben Wyatt and he's like, I don't even have time to explain how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to annoy me if I don't. So like, it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's also it's like I think about um, it's like Cartman just like all you have to do is be like I'm sailing away. Yeah. Yeah. And then Cartman has to finish the fucking song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's it's yeah, it's basically that. Yeah, so uh, you know, uh, hop on over, say hey. We'll we'll talk about uh, you know various pop culture bullshit. Um, and you can follow yeah, me for a... for sports, you know. Oh, and also please, uh, while well, that just came to me, so glad. Please follow my other podcast that I do with my brothers. You know, let me plug that for a second, uh, which would be Stimson Ain't Easy, and that. Uh, We've been doing lots of crazy stuff, but our newest episode that'll be coming out. Well, actually, you know what? This will be coming out after that. So our most previous episode that we did was our scary October episode, you know, so hopefully that was fun. Otherwise, you know, until next time, 
you know, take it easy. And uh, oh, before, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast because I can't recall what we did for what we said for ready or not. But Halloween Kills sucked. It's still not like, you know, Beyond the Black Rainbow still is not like my jam, but <laughs> Halloween Kills is that's still, your like, that's really Beyond the Black Rainbow is, it's is like, Halloween Kills. Well, Halloween Kills, like, I would probably say, like, is a lower rated film than Beyond the Black Rainbow. But I would say I personally hate Beyond the Black Rainbow more. Like because that like actively made me angrier like than Halloween Kills. Got Halloween it. Kills was more disappointing and like you're so bad, but like what did I really expect way? Then like Beyond the Black Rainbow was more like somebody paid money for this. Like y'all actually spent time like doing this. Like Yeah. For, to me, it's like I don't understand that. It's like it's more it's more of an innocu an innocuous kind of anger than like a pointed yeah. hostility. Dude, it would be like somebody who told me that they spent like I spent you know three four thousand hours of my life becoming like the world's greatest midnight forest sprinter. Like I can run through the woods in pure darkness better and faster than anybody. Won't trip or fall or do anything. And you'd be like. Yeah, I don't understand the purpose of that. Like, why would you do that? That like that's yeah, how I but, thought about but cool. Rainbow, but cool, yeah. you know? Whereas yeah. like Halloween kills, you're just like some dude that would be like some guy being like forty five and being like, dude, I'm I spend six hours a day making sure I'm still keeping up my hacky sack skills. And you'd be like, Oh, that's just sad and disappointing. It's that's more Halloween like kills. I I spent six hours a day breaking into your house and playing hacky sack in your living room (laughs) 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 like breaking into the you're like hey man i'm 45 and i still spend six hours a day breaking into people's backyards to skate in their pools you'd be like okay yeah you aged out of that one yeah you 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 gotta stop that like yeah. you can't that's like being like i still i'm 45 and i'm you know i'm not gonna say that statement i don't want to shame anybody out there i i knew it wasn't gonna be good i knew it wasn't gonna be good well no i'm saying at any age you feel free to shop at Hot Topic. I'm just saying I've aged I mean, out whatever. from Hot Topic shopping. You know, yeah, I was going to say okay. you can't be 45 and shop at Hot Topic, but you know what? Do you? If you want yeah, to, that's all you feel. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not going to say that you can't do that. I just, I just personally won't be doing that. You know, but right. you guys, if you get enjoyment from that, who am I to say that you can't do that? You know, things are advertised to whoever likes them. That's like me saying that if you are an older man, you can't be into My Little Pony. You know what? Do you? You know, I, I feel I've aged out of that show, but you do you. If you're into that, that's totally cool. And yeah, no, whatever. No issues. Yeah. You know, but anyways, let, see you later. Bye. See you.